FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and Shana Kiha is the storytelling event touring all around Ireland and Europe. Here to tell me more is Gaff. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm very good. So tell me, where did this all begin? So it began over a pint um, of Guinness with some friends. Um, I was out with a few friends in September of 2021 and I was telling them that um, five years prior to that, I'd lived in Argentina and I used to go to this really cool spoken word storytelling event down there. And, you know, I just said that this is an idea that I really thought would work really well in Ireland and in Dublin particularly to start off with. Um, just because, you know, even in our own friend group, so many of our friends are really good at telling stories and have really good stories to share. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my friends are normally the types of people that would, you know, take me down a peg if I had an idea that wasn't a good one. They were really <laughs> encouraging of this one. And um, they basically just told me, they're like, oh, you know, post a close friend story to Instagram, see who's interested in coming. Um, and I did that. And then the next day I got like 60 different people sending me their WhatsApp numbers telling me to add them wow. into a WhatsApp group for the first event. We didn't have a venue, didn't even have a name. That all came gradually. And then we did our first night in October on the 20, I think it was the 28th of October, 2021. And the theme was fear. So we had like five people get up and tell stories about fear. And then another three people just volunteered to tell stories, like after having been kind of inspired by the people who got up and spoke. And it was just such a cool night. Like it was so magical. The room was just filled with like laughter, tears, catharsis, empathy. And it was like when the sixth speaker got up, um, you know, and she was like one of the people that had done an ad lib story. Like she hadn't come prepared to tell one, but she told one anyway. It was amazing. That's when I knew that the format was working. I was like, okay, this is actually so cool. Like people are feeling safe enough just to get up and tell a story, even though they came here with no intention of doing so. And that felt really rewarding and it's just kind of snowballed from there and it's quite full circle that we're like you know now partnered with Guinness after the idea actually just you know did come out of uh, going for a pint with a friend um and it's just been amazing seeing it grow into like Australia the Netherlands UK all over Ireland like we've done Donegal and Dingle with Guinness and then we also previously did Limerick and Belfast and we have an event in Westport on the 24th of um August mm-hmm. And then we'll be doing further places in Ireland like Cork and um, Galway. And then, of course, they're continuing the monthly shows in Dublin as well. So, yeah, like it's just so special. I love it so much. And um, I really hope that people, you know, like keep coming to it and also keep, you know, wanting to tell their stories. Um, it really is a case that like we all have one to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's just so special when, you know, you come to an event and you see someone else that you might know or you might not know get up and either like be really vulnerable or be really funny or be really funny about something that's vulnerable. And then, you know, everyone can kind of relate to each story and say, oh, that's similar to something that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. And then, then they'll feel confident enough to come back to the next chapter and tell their own story if the team fits. What has it been like to see it grow? It's been, it's been hilariously... Um, like numb Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's the only way I can describe it like for a solid year everyone was telling me they're like gosh like you need to like take this all in you need to like soak it up like it's you need to really kind of like just take a moment to like actually reflect and on how on how um, you know successful it is and I'm not gonna lie like I've just been so busy I haven't had a chance I've been numb to the fact that it is doing like so well and it was only um the past two weeks I've just been like I feel like I just got my leaving cert results again like I just feel so (laughs) elated and so grateful to every single person that's like helped me along the way that's had faith in it that's come along to the events to Guinness for approaching me with this partnership as well um it's all together now for giving me a whole entire stage at their festival like there's just so many things to be 
grateful for and I finally realized like I feel like I've realized that mm-hmm. in the past two weeks so I'm kind of in this gorgeous kind of euphoria at the moment of you know just seeing Shana Kia become what it's becoming and I'm just really proud of it but I'm also just really conscious that like it's been it's taken a village to do this yeah and like, yeah I'm the only person that works for Shana Kia but so many people have contributed to it in whatever way you shape or form whether they're you know the people that have been contracted to do photography or videography or the people that have just given sage advice over a pint in the evening about what I should do next and then of course you know the people that have spoken at every event as well really make the night what it is and it's just been so so gorgeous kind of growing that community and really kind of just finding so many wonderful people through um the journey that I'm really privileged to be on. And that's the thing, storytelling I think has a very special place in Ireland so it's it's a good place to start with it and then obviously other people embrace that as well because it is as you said earlier it's vulnerable and it's honest and you get kind of a part of somebody that you wouldn't necessarily see on a day-to-day basis. And like, that's why, like, you know, we bring it into workplaces and we get employees to get up and tell their stories to their colleagues. And that's really special because, you know, this is a situation where particularly for two years, you know, during the pandemic, people were working, working remotely back at home. You didn't really have personal connections with the people that you worked with unless you kind of met them before or you, you went out of your way to meet them in person. And, and even coming back to the workplace, you know, people work three days a week instead of five days a week and being able to host these storytelling nights where employees get up and tell their stories to their colleagues, like not only offers a great kind of, you know, bond and connect moment for the employees, but it also kind of coaches people who are like interested in getting better at storytelling mm-hmm. and getting up in front of a crowd. And then it also works from kind of a health and wellness perspective as well, just because people get to like really you know benefit from this because it can just be such a lovely event to experience from kind of a reflective po- reflective point of view and also like um kind of a social point of view as well so um you know it really is just so lovely you really get to know someone um you know at their innermost deep um in their innermost deep self I think mm-hmm. uh, when they get up and tell their story and that's not to say that like a lot of the stories are very funny and whimsical like a lot of them are like really funny stories that could almost you know be better than your average stand-up comedian um but then you know the, there are certain ones that are a lot more vulnerable as well so it's just a gorgeous balance and I think that's the thing about Chanakia like you come to an event and you don't know where it's going to go you know one story could be funny the next one could be sad the next one could be funny about something sad because god knows we're going to make comedy out of tragedy yes Um, we love that (laughs) yeah we certainly do have you had any kind of you probably have had a few but any kind of favorite moments that kind of dawned on you while it was happening that wow i've kind of made this happen yeah like like it it was it was only two weeks ago i was in the guinness storehouse and um mikey cullen who was one of the poets that's spoken in shanakia before he had told a poem at christmas time and it was amazing and we posted the video of his poem to our social media channels and he got like over half a million views um and you know people are really beginning to know his poetry and getting to know him as a poet and he closed the night with the poem and it was there and then it was such a beautiful poem and um you know it was such a memorable moment and it was a lovely long poem as well it felt quite stacked with lots of different kind of avenues and meandering thoughts and you know um kind of just sentences and um it was just there and then that I was like I cannot believe that the sun has set on our night in the Guinness story it's like literally the tower of Dublin in a way like the the building that overlooks mm-hmm. the whole entire city and beyond 
and you know i actually am hosting a night here like it just kind of felt crazy i couldn't believe that i was hosting a night in the guinness story of all places and it was only then that i was like wow okay people really believe in this like people really believe in this event people really trust and trust this space to be a safe space where you know you can get up and confess something that you've never told anyone before or you can get up and make a feel out of yourself and everyone in the audience is staying there earnestly until the last mm-hmm. breath is spoken um at Chanakia with like open eyes open ears and open hearts and mm-hmm. that's just so special like just knowing that people come and come back and come back and come back and just like know that Chanakia is something that'll I suppose like fill the gap yeah. um and it was there in the Guinness story that I was just like, wow, okay, this is truly something else. Um, and I think kind of just since then, I've just been on the biggest buzz ever just with everything that's happening with, with Shani Kia. So it's, it's great. It's like, amazing. So it. Yeah, because you also put on your first festival this year as well, didn't you? We did, yeah. So Shana Kihanta, which is basically, it's kind of a play on the name Shana Kiha. Mm-hmm. So Shana, Shana Kiha is basically, it means Shana Ki, which is storyteller, and then Iha, which is night. Um, and then you bring the two together and you get storytelling night. And then Shana Kihanta is the storyteller nights. And um, we basically did two nights down in Wicklow um, in my friend's farm. And we basically set up the festival with a camping festival with 200 people. And the first night we had a regular Shana Kia session. And then there was like live music and there was trad music and there was some dancing. And then the next day there were yoga workshops, foraging workshops. And then in the afternoon, I got six like people who'd spoken in Chanakia before to lead storytelling workshops mm-hmm. in different parts of the forest. And everyone who attended could go to these workshops. And they basically, the idea was just to kind of build out, you know, your own story at these workshops. And you didn't need to feel pressured to say it in front of the crowd. You could just go home that night and journalist or whatever. But then after the workshops, the people were invited to come to the second Shanakiha of the weekend. And at this one, like no one had preemptively signed up for it. I didn't even tell people that it was happening until the day of. And the idea was if you liked your story, if you felt confident in your story after sharing it in the workshop or after thinking about it in the workshop, you could get up and tell your story to the audience. And we had 12 people come wow. to me telling me that they wanted to tell their stories. And it was just so amazing. Like it was like such an ad lib, authentic performance across the 12 speakers. And yeah, it was truly like, magical and also it was really rainy really rainy that day so we actually brought all the um pa systems inside so everyone was really huddled into the marquee together like listening to the speakers that weren't using microphones very closely do you think you might do uh, it again i'd love to i'd absolutely love to yeah i'm not sure whether it'd be a biannual thing or an annual thing but i definitely want to make it happen again i think there's so much potential for it to really grow and maybe we could diversify it a little bit where we bring in more musical Mm -hmm. elements maybe like you know even kind of be part of a wider festival like the way we um kind of worked it uh, all together now is really special because we had our own storytelling tent and you know that was gorgeous because it was a really lovely thing to do in the middle of the day at the festival um and like you know maybe that could be something that we would do or maybe we'd still do our own boutique one as well it's kind of you know the drawing board is very much being written up at the moment and i think it would be worth our while to do another festival for sure but it would be nice if the weather was on our side 100 <laughs> percent, but we can't guarantee that in ireland but your look we we'll, we'll always get involved no matter what we'll just work through exactly. it <laughs> so how can people we'll find out more about what you guys do so our Instagram is um, the most active uh, means of communication, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, it's it's S-E-A-N-C-H-O-I-C-H-E. That's mm-hmm. how you find us on Instagram. And we do also have a mailing list, which we tend to send pre-sale tickets out. We generally put around 20%, 20% of the tickets that we sell 
um, out in a pre-sale mailing list. Um, and then we also have the website as well, which um, is as up to date as it can be. But, you know, we kind of just decide to do events in different random dates. It doesn't really follow a pattern or a sequence. So you kind of have to keep your eye on the Instagram to really and, and the newsletter to really kind of keep you know keep up to date with when our next event is excellent keeps um, people on their toes <laughs> precisely <laughs> yeah, I, love exactly. that. I love that Gaff from Shanakiha thank you so much for chatting to us well, thanks so much for having me it was a pleasure join us today during the Jeep celebration event right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.